Hi there. Welcome to Inspired Whispers. This is Karen. I'm glad you've joined me. This is an episode about sweetness, being sweet, which also goes along with being kind. But sweet and sweetness and sweets, by the way, are on my mind. So I wanted to talk about that on this episode of Inspired Whispers. This is your faith-based ASMR podcast. And if you would like more info about this and the other podcasts I do and just info about your host in general, you can go to womaninspired.com. That's womaninspired.com. Okay, let's get right into the whispers and uh, taking our brain to someplace else process. <laughs> Maybe you want your brain to be someplace other than where it is right a few minutes ago, right now. I hope it can be focused on this and some scripture about being sweet and sweetness and what what that means in our daily lives. You know, a lot of times we we get bitter. Oh gosh, been there, lived that sourpuss, bad attitude, bitter about people, bitter about circumstances, but that is not not how God wants us to be. And might I say, doing things like this for yourself, taking some time to meditate to disconnect from the grind and the world around you and the head traffic and the, the noise of the things that are thrown at us on a daily basis is a good way to help keep from becoming bitter. You know, when we grab a hold of something, we don't let it go. It infects us. It does. It infects our brain, our spirit. we got to let it go. We've got to let it go to God and allow His sweetness and His beauty sweet things of life to overtake us and be thankful for them. So I hope throughout this next little while here you can let go of some things. And if you're bitter, I pray that you'll learn how to hold on to the sweet. It says in Psalm 119.103, how sweet are your words to my taste, God. Yes, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Honey is pretty sweet. Don't know about you, but sometimes it's actually sweeter than I can handle. <laughs> yeah, I, I love I love honey on certain things, but I'm also picky about it because you know you can get different kinds of honey, and usually they say it's healthiest for you to get honey in the vicinity of wherever it is you live. So, you know, within a 16, I think it is maybe 20 mile radius, depending on who you're listening to. And the honey has different properties from plants uh, that the bees have pollinated. So it's actually good for you. It's good for your immune system. It's good for allergies. So anyhow, we buy local honey. And my husband, he is a tea drinker. He loves the tea. Hot tea, cold tea, whatever. Just not reality. <laughs> anyway, that was bad. But true. Okay, so he loves tea, and so I get him honey uh, from local areas. We have some friends that, that have bees, and I'm, I'm actually leaning towards the beekeeping thing in the future. We'll see. But uh, it's amazing because from one farm to another, the, the honey can taste different depending on how far away from our house the farm is or the beekeeper is. So very interesting. 
course, there's things like clover honey and different types of uh, plants that people purposely put their bees near so that the honey will taste different. And it's different in the fall than it is in the spring and the summer. So interesting, don't you think? I do. I think it's interesting. Proverbs 16.24 says, Pleasant words are honeycomb, sweet to the soul, and healing to the bones. That is so true. You know, I read somewhere one time that it, for every one negative, harsh word that was spoken to us, it takes a thousand kind, caring, sweet ones to erase it or to counteract the negative effects of it. That's how important sweet words are and kind words are. I mean, it talks about it in the Bible in many places, and we all know kindness is good, but also being sweet, sweet enough to recognize someone, to acknowledge someone, to not diminish who they are or dismiss who they are. It's so important, so important. I actually had an experience not long ago, just a few days ago, actually, where I was just dismissed, ignored, sitting at a table with six other people. Yeah, six other people, five other people, five other people, just completely, completely ignored. Um, I could talk and people talk over me. Now, to be fair, this happens to me frequently. Believe it or not, I guess that's why I feel the need to get up in front of hundreds of people and speak at speaking events, because at least I feel like there's the illusion that someone is listening to me. <laughs> I just thought of that, but um, I just, it was so dismissive, and it didn't happen just once. It happened numerous times. These were co-workers. It was, it, it was just ridiculous, and I thought, you know, a kind word here and there would go a long way if they would just pull themselves away from themselves for any period of time. It would be wonderful. But that didn't happen. But that's okay. Um, I also unfortunately had the experience of hearing a lot of not nice not sweet, not kind words spoken about other people uh, at this conference that I went to it was really disheartening because in a setting where there are people from all over the country and, and, and from not just the United States but the Dominican Republic and Canada and other places it was it was really disheartening to hear and it wasn't prejudicial words it was nothing like that it was just not kind words uh, no sweetness going on no courtesy uh, and I take that back I can't say no courtesy because there were a lot of kind and courteous people there but not as many as I thought would be there with the conference that I was attending and it was very sad and eye-opening in, in a difficult way so I vacated the area 
things that were not so sweet and sought out those who were sweet and worked harder to be sweet and courteous and kind because sometimes things like that are eye-opening, right? So that's what made me think about sweetness. Um, let's see here. Jeremiah 6.20 says, it's a little bit of something about sweet cane from a distant land um, and the sacrifices that are made and sometimes we have to sacrifice our own thoughts our own selfishness and self-centeredness to show a little compassion and kindness and sweetness to reach out to other people so when I couldn't find that everywhere I wanted I sought out other sweet things <laughs> I went to a candy shop original um, oops sorry for the noise <laughs> I want to make pleasant sounds not noisy noises okay I went to Laura's Candies and there are several of these all over the world but the original and first Laura's Candies and Laura from New Orleans New Orleans oldest candy store and I went to the original one in the French Quarter uh, established in 1913 is a box that I brought home that was filled with goodies. It is no longer filled with goodies. <laughs> it still has some in it. It's just not full. One of the things I got was <laughs> for my husband. He loves white chocolate. I tried to explain to him that's not actually chocolate, but um, he likes white chocolate. I can tolerate it. It's okay. It's not my favorite. But they had, in good old New Orleans style, a solid white chocolate alligator. <laughs> Alligators are a big deal down there. In fact, I ate alligator sausage while I was there. Very tasty. <laughs> it was with my jambalaya. But I got this solid white chocolate alligator for him. It was very cute. to 
these things. Just got like one of this and one of this to just try it. So that was good. That was one of the sweet things I had while I was there. Psalm 55, 14 says, We who had sweet fellowship together walked in the house of God in the middle of the throng. These are just uh, scriptures that talk about sweet, sweet fellowship. That's kind of what I was looking for when I went out of town. I was hoping for, and I did have some of that. I did, I confess, I really did. Just not near as much as I thought I would, so. It's one of those things where I'm trying to take what was there sure it doesn't turn into something bitter so I'm trying to focus again on the sweet that to me that's really important not to become bitter and so I'm, I'm trying to focus on that I'm wondering what you do when you're feeling like you're hedging on the edge of bitterness because something has just kind of hit you the wrong way or stuck in your craw you could just drink tea with honey in it um, but <laughs> that might not change your attitude unless it's this place not far from where we live called Elmwood Inn. Elmwood Inn. And they have fine teas. They have loose tea. They do have bag tea. But they specialize in organic loose tea. I have a container of it right here. This is strawberry kiwi.
yes, sweeter than honey in my mouth. I mean, the Word of God sustains us. And when we run into situations that are not kind, we can always remember who Jesus is. And when we can't remember, or we feel too far out of touch with who He is, that's when we read His Word and remember who He is. Because His Word will always revive us. It always, always will, or it will affect us, or move us, or treat us to something that we need to hear in the moment and remind us who we are and whose we are. That is definitely something sweet. Have you had an opportunity this week to to be sweet to anybody? To be kind? Or maybe, maybe someone has been especially sweet Sometimes we take people for granted and take their sweetness and their kindness to us for granted. Let's correct that. I know sometimes I
Sorry. 